0: Good day everyone and welcome to another down on the center migrating to australia podcast my name is wes zant and i'm joined by uh lisa chambers who runs our relocation department uh and Gemma teal one of our well migrants and also a lovely lady who's getting a little bit famous now on our relocation team so um Gemma and lisa welcome
1: hi, hi wes. wes.
0: very same time there girls well done so Gemma, let's um let's crack on because I think you know this is quite an interesting podcast for us because um, you know you are part of our team now which is you know which is exciting but let's get to know your journey um, and discover how you found Australia you know give the listeners something to hear we you know which we aim to be quite interesting I guess so um, Gemma you've got your partner uh, Chris who's a carpenter okay we've got Hayden who's 14 Thank you. Mason, who's nine, and Felicity, who is 20. So let's start with whereabouts in Australia do you live?
1: So I live in um, North Perth in Joondalup. Well, it's a big suburb called Joondalup. We um, lived here a couple of, couple of years now. So, yeah.
0: And how long have you been in Australia for, Jem?
1: So it'll be five years in June. We actually, actually emigrated to um, Adelaide initially. Um, so we had two and a half great years there. And then we um, decided to up sticks in October 2022, no, 2021, over to Perth. So, yeah, we've just um, coming up to five years in June. I can't believe that. We're just in the middle of trying to sort out citizenship. So, um, yeah, it's all quite busy.
0: <laughs> I bet. I bet. Okay, so let's go back to the very beginning. So um, what sparked mm-hmm. the move?
1: So it was really down to me wanting to move to Australia. Um when I had Mason back in twenty fourteen, um I was sort of at home quite a lot with the baby and I used to watch Wanted Down Under, Funny you Love. Um, so I used to watch that all the time. I was literally obsessed with it and I was like, I could do that, I could just do that, move to Australia, take the kids and we'd have like a great life. So um I started to my, uh, my husband and um you know, he'd come home from work and I'd be like, What about I move to Australia? And um he was just at the beginning he was like, No, like we've got it nice here and why would we want to move? But um I think just over time he could start to see that we'd have like a better life out out here. Um so we started to look into the visa process and um, you know, what visa we could get. So um I started like doing my research on Facebook and with you guys and um just kind of fell a little bit obsessed with the idea of moving us all to australia and here we are nearly five years later
0: yeah that's awesome when you get the bug you get the bug that's for sure so all right, cool. yeah. so um your partner's a carpenter so we processed his skills yeah. assessment first and um did he do yeah. an english test to um to gain points for the visa
1: so he initially started to look at the english test he was struggling a little bit with the english um so we just decided back then to go for a state sponsored visa um we got a 489 for sa um it just meant that we'd got you know the 10 points towards the visa process um so we actually got away with doing the english test it it did try attempt to do like the you know the revision for it back then but yep. he just really was struggling and i think it was stressing him out so i think he just thought right let's just go down the state sponsored route
0: Gee, Gemma, you're bringing back a few a few memories there, the old 489, eh, which is now the new 491 guys. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and you got 10 points back then instead of um, 15, so it's a little bit different. So, all right, yeah. he did his, in, like, like so we processed his skills assessments. Um, mm-hmm. I it mean, it's a long time. We're going back a little bit. But, you know, from when you signed up with the, okay, so I guess from once he had his skills assessment to getting the visa granted, do you remember roughly how long that time took?
1: So it took a little bit of time because we had to prove, um, you know, the TRA had to go to the TRA to do, um, it was like all the bank statements and the getting, you know, gathering the tax. That was what yep. took us a the while because Chris was self-employed in the UK. So I just remember that that gap. I think it was probably six months. I think it took for the skills assessment. We did sort of initially take a little bit of time just to go for everything, you know, everything, gather everything. So it did take a little bit of time, but, yeah, roughly around six months. But that's us being, like, a little bit lapsy-daisy as well, so...
0: Yeah, this look. There's convenient. so much to get. I mean, back then, yeah. we, you know, we gave you different information to gather and stuff, and, and how we wanted things gathered. Yeah. You know, for clients listening now, we've made it a lot easier via the client portal um, that we use, which yeah. that um, connects yeah. you directly with our assessors, which um, which definitely speeds things up. But six months is um, six months is pretty good. What about the time yeah. it took from when you um, lodged the visa to getting the visa grants? Because back then it was a little bit quicker, but just roughly, what time do you think?
1: It was 14 months um, for our visa grant but we actually emigrated out on a tourist visa because we were getting a little bit antsy and we wanted to move over so um, it was pretty good actually because we come over in the June um, and it got granted in the September so we didn't have to go offshore but thinking back now it was a bit of a risk because we'd not lodged onshore so but we did it and you know it worked out for us so um, you know, we kind of come out here, and we had money behind us to support ourselves while we, you know, weren't working and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, no, it worked out pretty good for us. But I think I think like, money
0: is a factor when you are making those decisions for sure. But the yeah. amazing thing is, um, you arrived in bloody winter in South Australia, which isn't yeah, um, ideal, and you left summer. That was uh, yeah, you planned that one yeah. a little bit like backwards, I, or uh, do you?
1: I, God, I don't know. We literally arrived at like half past nine. We'd never been to Australia before with three kids, all these bags, and we were like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? Um, (laughs) But, yeah, we got there, and it was chilly. and No, it was fine. We just went to the Airbnb and um, just embraced it, just, like, you know, got our coats on, got outside. It it was a little bit rainy when we got there, but it soon, you know, it soon heated up a couple of months later. So it was just nice to actually explore and it not being too hot. So, yeah.
0: And um, Jim, where's home? Like, you know, where was home for you? I know, I know you're probably going to say WA's home now, but where's, you know, where was home for you?
1: So we're from Leeds in West Yorkshire, up, uh, up yep. north. And <laughs> um, so yeah, we're from, obviously it's quite chilly anyway, where we're from anyway. So we're used to snow and rain, but yeah, you don't get very many um, summer, like long summer heat in, um, in England anymore. But um yeah no i think this is oh, still a beautiful place
0: i love the uk still oh, but anyway yeah, the weather's obviously yeah. a little bit a little bit different so you haven't um yeah. you've got quite a strong accent still um okay
1: yeah people is, say is, that is it me. fading
0: down or when you're talking to people are they still sort of looking at you like wow that was quick because you just, I I haven't, yeah. they talk pretty quickly
1: i when i had um, a call this week with a client they were like oh i expected an aussie accent and i'm like no, but this little Yorkshire girl is definitely not going to lose the accent. The boys are starting to pick up on it, um, and Felicity as well. She's got an Australian boyfriend, so, um, yeah, sometimes you can hear the twang in the kids, but me and Chris are very, very strong Yorkshire.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. All right, so you rocked up in a cold yep. winter's night in South Australia. Yeah. You know, yep. making dra- you know, dra- you know, it as dram- dramatic as I can, you know. Um, <laughs> And your first, you know, your first thoughts were like, you know, what are we doing? And um, so how did it go? Like, you know, from the Airbnb, what what happened after that?
1: Yeah, so um, we all just got a good night's sleep that night, woke up the next day. I remember walking down to Seacliff Beach, um, beautiful beach in Adelaide. Um, sat, had breakfast and literally just looked at, you know, the beach that we had got to and just thought, wow, how lucky are we? Um, all the kids were super happy. They all had like massive grins on the face um yeah and then it was just a case of just go out there and try and find somewhere to live and buy a car all the things that you you know you've got to do when you get out here and obviously we weren't looking for jobs or schools or anything so that was just put like on the back burner um and yeah just exploring surroundings and having lots of walks out and just enjoying like the first I think that's really important to people moving over to you've got to enjoy it as well can't all just be admin and um the boring things but to be honest we like we bought a car within three days and we got out exploring and yeah it was it was a good journey enjoyed it if I think about it now I could literally do it again I just loved it um yeah it's it was good, exciting, isn't it's exciting. And, but yeah. you obviously had some yeah. money
0: behind you so so how long was the you know how like how much grace did you give yourself before you had to put the pressure on about getting jobs
1: I think Chris was more stressed than me. Like he always like stresses about money. Even now he's like, "I'm the spender, he's the saver." Um, but we, I, we I'm married gave... too.
0: I've got a wife as well. I get it.
1: I <laughs> Get it too. Um, no, we just sort of we, we sort of said, look, after three months, if the visa's not here, we'll go over like Bali or wherever and just sort of have a holiday and come back. Um, I think you know we got a rental probably two three weeks after we arrived and. We just we were savvy with money as well, so we'd have like days out. Sometimes we'd go to the zoo, and obviously that's going to cost money. Um, But yeah, we just did a lot of things that were free or took picnics with us. Um, But we didn't really give ourselves a grace period in money. We just sort of said, "Look, we'll just um, go with the flow." And obviously, just really wanted that visa grant so then we could get out to work and stuff. But um, so yeah.
0: so you arrive in the middle of winter. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. um, you get the car, you you know, you see a few sights and all that. Would be, so the kids were all at school age. So did you put um how long before you um, you know got them settled into school in South Australia?
1: So we um I actually went to Big W and got loads of um homeschooling stuff. So there's not homeschooling but you know like um, activity books and stuff for the, more for the younger ones. Um, but we arrived on the twenty seventh of June and we got the visa granted on the twelfth of September. So the kids were at school obviously two months, um, and they were literally in school like that week. Like we, you know, we um, enrolled them straight away pretty much because they were all ready yeah. to go. So yeah, by September so they had like a couple of months off school and then then they were in. So I think it was good though because it gave them time to settle and like really like. Look around the, you know, their environment where they were, and then yeah, just straight into school, and they all settled really well in school, so that was good. Um, what's Mason was um, the ha- youngest school, but the other two like went a- to school.
0: Jim, how do you explain to the listeners what Big W is, so we know it's a supermarket? We'll oh wow, what, yeah, okay. what's that like in the UK? What's an example about? That so you
1: that's like your as the living. So that's what I would okay. like liken it to. Um, they sell home things and stationary clothes literally everything apart from like groceries but yeah pretty like for like with it as the living, I would say it's pretty
0: cool like you get to spend I mean it's I don't know like as you say when like we can always look back at life and and, and do what we've got to do and reflect but Mm -hmm. it's pretty rad that you got to um actually be able to spend those time with the three kids at home um I assume there would have been a a bit of chaos trying to homeschool them for a couple of months but looking back now I mean that would have been pretty fun
1: yeah, yeah, it really was. It was good. And um, my husband actually got into like pallet making things. So he was like, not bored, but on the days we didn't do things, he'd make things for the kids. So I remember him making like a pallet furniture um, table and he did um, a pallet furniture um, kitchen, like a mud kitchen for the kids. So, yeah, every day we we found things to do. Um, we just went to parks and beaches and got out and about. It was exciting. It was it was fun.
0: It does sound like a quite a happy time. All right. So you're in South Australia, you get the, you know, you rock up the tourist visa, risk it, gets granted. A couple of months later, you know, you could apply on shore. Fantastic. Had a bit of money behind you. Get a car now we're at the point where we've got to ask what happened what you know south australia what you decided mm. to move to wa was there a, you know like what, what was the reason for that you're going to break lisa's heart here by the way she's a massive south australia I know. fan and um, I've met Lisa. she might have even turned this um, podcast off but anyway you're um what happened why WA? Yeah,
1: so, so obviously we had a couple of years in adelaide um after about a year me and chris really wanted to buy a property and we started to look around and um it was just pretty expensive. Um, So we didn't have PR at the time. So obviously buying a property was quite expensive. Um, So we decided to, um, well, my husband actually got sponsored for permanent residency um, back in Adelaide. And then we thought, right, great, we can buy a house. And then we sort of came on holiday to Perth, kind of fell in love with it. And then, we just thought, well, is this going to suit us better? We, I I love Adelaide, never would like think anything bad about the place, I think it's a beautiful, beautiful place, but I just felt Perth suited us better as a family and I kind of fell in love with it when I came on holiday and I was just like, we can buy a house a bit easier here and like the stamp duty was a big factor for us as well. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was an expensive move to move states, we had to get another container and, you know, ship the car over and all of that, but it was a risk another risk but obviously the teal family just thrive on that um but yeah it was just like it i don't know i just literally just fell in love with it and then it was like oh okay we can maybe buy a house that's going to suit us a bit better and the weather was a bit of a you know it is a little bit warmer here so we were like let's just do it let's just do it so yeah we're crazy, <laughs>
0: Look, it's good to hear that um, Chris didn't build you a pallet house. That's a you know, he that's not, I, get, no, I guess no. that's a good thing. But yeah, are um, so so the kids are in school and that. So because I guess yeah. a, a year is a massive time. Like I've only been back in Oz since two thousand and twenty-one, the end of two thousand and twenty-one. Mm. So we're kind of just yeah. two and a little bit years in our little life back in Oz, um, in Melbourne, which sure, we love. Yeah. Well, the Peninsula, yeah. I guess. Um. But that's a long time to be over there. And you mentioned, um, so you're on the, for, um, uh, the, the temporary visa for, for three years, okay? Um, is that correct? And so it wasn't the fact that you had to pay more stamp duty in South Australia. It was the fact that the, the time you're in South Australia plus when you decided to move to WA, then that allowed you to buy a, a house without paying the extra stamp duty?
1: Yeah, so we um, got the 489 in the September 2019 and um, I think it was literally about three or four months later, um, my husband's work sponsored him for a 186 and that got granted gotcha. really quickly. Yeah. So gotcha. he got, okay. um, well, he was a kitchen fitter in Adelaide. Um, so we obviously got the 186 and yeah. um, the boss there was like, yep, yeah, we'll sponsor you for that. Um, got that. So obviously we had probably another year and a half in Adelaide and then that's when it came to us that we were like, right, we want to move. So we have had a chat with the boss and he was cool, but um, he didn't want to lose Chris because Chris was a good asset to him, but he understood as well and they've got ties to WA as well. So, um, yeah, so we come over here and obviously already had the PR so we could buy the house, so that was good. Yep. Um, looking back, you know, you think, oh, you could have done things differently and what have you, but I just think, the emigration process is never a straightforward thing and you've got to do what's right for your family as well. So, um, yeah, I think just I, went with I, it going.
0: You, you weren't really right. You do you, you do have to do what's right with your family. And it sounds like, you know, Chris went about it pretty honest with his boss and probably just, I'll probably just expand that onto the listeners as well. So um, certain visas, if you're a permanent resident holder, you get the same rights as in Australia when it comes to buying houses and everything like that. If yeah. you're a temporary visa, you've got to pay more stamp duty. Um, that's what I was referring to before, but the one eight six E&S yeah. visa is a fantastic visa which requires you to hold a positive skills assessment, employee to nominate you, um, which is a permanent residency visa. Um, so they're yeah. amazing if you can get your hands on them. That's that's really good. So all right, so you rock up. How do the kids adjust with um, changing? You know, there'll be a few different schools in a couple of years. How they how do they feel? Yeah
1: yeah so that was another factor as well obviously we've moved felicity over from the uk at 15 and at this point she's like 17 so um she was up for the move she was excited for the move but she she, she's got a boyfriend that she's been with a few years now um i think they've been together about three years so she was really apprehensive about leaving him um and the two boys they just embraced it i'm very proud of them actually they've done really well because they have been to like three of I think yeah three schools in now um but uh they, no, they've settled really well and the school that we got I mean we literally moved on the Thursday and got him into school I think it's like the Monday um but Hayden was transitioning to high school anyway he only had like sounds really mean now but he only had like one term in primary school before he went up to high school in the February so he kind of it was kind of just he was going to hit high school anyway so yeah Um, No, I think they've done really well and we've literally been really honest with them the whole process, just, you know, just if you're upset about something, come to us. And yeah, we probably have been a little bit selfish moving around and so many times, but I feel like we're settled now. We're not going anywhere. We're happy here and yeah, they're happy, which is the main thing.
0: You worded it really well because you're you know, you're telling them that you're here for them, you're there yeah. for them. And yeah. I think at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with changing states. It's it's really common. I mean, you move to Australia, you said you'd never been to Australia before you came. Yeah. So, you know, you're just looking at, like and many of our clients mm-hmm. do this, yeah. um, nothing wrong with it at all. You know, you look at it and you go, okay, there's probably different values. Yeah. Maybe this country has, obviously the weather's a big factor. Um, I I I just love the lifestyle, you know, for me and my family. That's that's a big tick. Um yeah. Yeah. WA is an amazing place I also think that South yeah. Australia is a bit of a hidden secret actually I think lots of people that live in South Australia don't like I'm probably going to blow their yes. cover now but um they really don't like um I'm on a few Facebook groups and they're like well don't you know just don't tell everyone um yeah it is it is a yeah. pretty good place yeah. so you know kids know are thriving at school to now to and um you go you know Felicity's 20 so um she's got the partner but what is she is she working university what, what, what's she up to?
1: Yeah, so she applied for a couple of TAFE courses, but she's decided she's not sure on what she wants to do. So um, she's just working at the minute part-time at Coles. So she's just deciding what she wants to do. So um, I think she wanted to get into fashion design, that kind of thing, and um, home interior, that's kind of her vibe. But, um, yeah, I've just said to her, look, take a year out, decide what you want to do, and then um, she'll just, yeah. She's, she's like me she just didn't know what she wanted to do I wanted to be like me I wanted to I got into travel agency when I was at her, her age but um she's like no mum that's not for me so I think she's just gonna work and then work it all out sort of when she wants me, me and Chris have just been like just do what makes you happy you know so do you, yeah do
0: you feel that there's um a lot of opportunity because obviously with a you know a nine-year-old a 14-year-old with a 20-year-old you know do you feel making the decision to move to Australia that you are given the kids those opportunities?
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, all the both like, both the boys are enrolled in like soccer. That's just they live, breathe, eat soccer. They love it. Um, <clears throat> so Miss Hayden's in the soccer elite at high school, which he got into I think in year eight. So it took him a little bit of time to adjust. Um, yeah, like they do swimming lessons, and they're always out doing. I mean, I'm out like three or four times a week doing after school um sports, which is tiring, but I love it for him. Um, yeah they just embrace it they love it and they're outside as I say quite a lot don't get me wrong sometimes they do sit on the switches inside and um, we've got a pool now so they can get in that when it gets too hot and I try as much to get them outside so yeah no they 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 are thriving really well out actually.
0: Now WA you've gone through a massive um, well I don't know how normal it is over there but what do you reckon this year seems like it's been scorching over in Western Australia?
1: Yeah, it's been super, super hot. Like remember when we first um moved over to Perth it was the December, the first Christmas we had here and it was like forty two degrees for like six days straight. So I thought that was hot. And then this summer it's that like it's really, it is really hot. It was like trying to I don't know why I was trying to make a Christmas dinner. Christmas lunch in that heat, and my husband would just sat there like watching me. He's just literally just like, "Oh, you you alright there?" I'm like, "No, not really." <laughs> um But this summer, I feel like it's been warm, but then all of a sudden, it's got to February, and it's just been like, yeah, like a furnace. It's been so warm, and we've just camped at the weekend as well. Don't know how we did it because it was 42 degrees on Sunday, but we did it. We did it.
0: You are very outdoors. I see you hang around with lots of other duckers which um which is great but you're always off um outdoors camping and and all that so just give us a bit of a rundown of 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 what that or or of of how that would work I mean for for Hmm. for Aussies obviously it's a pretty straightforward thing but you know how do you explain it you know get prepared you in a caravan you in a tent just just give us a rundown
1: so we um, bought a camper trailer for about. Oh, I think we paid about seven hundred and fifty dollars. My husband travelled down to Margaret River, got that. It was literally a wreck. It needed to be, you know, completely start from beginning. So got that back, and it took him about oh, nine months to do it up, put all new canvas on it. Um, so yeah, we've got a camper trailer. Um, so we just take that out, just now and again we'll hit the road. Um, we did a little bit of free camping over New Year's Eve and what have you. That were quite good. Went down to Bunbury, um, just done Swan Valley. So we just did 40 minutes away at the weekend. That was just for Hayden's birthday. Um, But yeah, we've got out to Bustleton in it and we love it. Like I'd I'd love to upgrade to a caravan, but this suits us at the minute just with the kids and um, Fliss. And so CJ lives with us. He's Felicity's boyfriend. Um, He's got a swag. So they come over with us in a double swag. So it's just a massive family um, adventure every time we go out, which is fun.
0: God, how do you explain a swag to the listeners? Gemma, go, give it a go.
1: Oh my gosh, I know I'm coming out with all these Aussie words and I bet everybody's like, "What is going on?" Swag. Um I don't know, like a small tent that literally just fits one or two people in. It's uh
0: it's, <laughs> it's a waterproof um doona duvet cover, I guess we'll call it. Doona, yeah, another cool. Aussie word, doona. Duvet cover, um that you basically yeah. roll out but it's it's protected and usually you just got a little yeah. um Oh God! I don't know why I started explaining this because I've had this question before it's so hard to explain um and then you've got like a little uh like like where your head would be at the at at, at the top you put this little flexible yeah. bar in and then that sort of um you slide into that and then you just roll yeah. it up so it's a lot easier than yeah. setting a pen up and you i guess yeah. it's a good way to sleep under the um under the stars, but you're also on the ground, so just let um Tell CJ the little tip of um, getting a hammock and you roll the hammock up in the middle of it. That's what I did when I was travelling around Oz and it was awesome because nice. then you're not on the ground yeah. and you're sort of swinging and yeah. it's sort of a bit more of a – it's like sort of sleeping on a cloud, I guess. You're sort of just sort of floating up there. But That's really you haven't cool. Got pesky animals, um, yeah, trying yeah. to sniff you out in the middle of the night. Um,
1: they bought one of those um, off-the-ground like bed things like in extended – I can't remember what they call now. Um, but literally bought one of them and it's sometimes they use that, sometimes they just roll out the mattress. But, um, yeah, they love it. They seem to love it, so as long as they're happy.
0: <laughs> what What's your, um, you know, theory on like everyone goes off snakes, spiders? I guess people, a lot of people from Leeds would have been like, Gemma, are you mad? You're going to see all the snakes and spiders and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. reality, you know, are you seeing them? You know, don't, you know, you're in a totally different state to me. You're in a very warm state, very dry state. Uh what's the, what you know what's the wildlife like when you're camping or just just at home?
1: I've not really seen them when I'm camping. Um, you see the odd spider. I've not seen any snakes when we've been camping. You more see the snakes by sort of, you know, by down by the beach in the dunes if you you know, going on a bit of a, a beach walk or a like an Esplanade walk with the dogs sometimes. I have seen like a few brown snakes. Um, but I would probably say like I, saw, I think I saw one in Adelaide and maybe two or three here. Not loads, not not loads. So you just keep, keep out of the way. I'm a bit scared of snakes. I'm more scared of them than I am spiders. But um, nah, you just keep out of the way, I suppose, don't you? Because they're very dangerous things to... Yeah. Um, On the yeah,
0: opposite, no, they, spiders are harder. It, yeah. They're sneaky.
1: I lipped... Oh, God, I lipped... No, they, it's snakes for me. It's just their little beady eyes. I'm scared stiff of them, always have been um but i think yeah when you see one i think it just freaks you out a little bit but just give them a wide berth and just watch where you're walking when you're out walking in you know grass yeah. and stuff so
0: yeah Jim let's go back to the house so you bought a house so so just run through, like like like. what's it like buying a property in wa
1: yeah we're pretty good um process for us actually so um obviously we moved over in the october i think we looked into it maybe december time spoke to a mortgage advisor and um yeah by the March we had a um, mortgage in place so uh, pretty quick actually we bought a house by the April um, and it took literally three weeks to go through. Bought a four bedroom two bathroom house in Joondalup for four eight five. so we did pretty good. Um, it needs a bit of work we need well it needs quite a lot of work We've, we're renovating at the minute but um, my husband works you know the hours that he does and The kids and the sports he's actually elected himself to become the um soccer coach on um Hayden's team so he's quite busy as well so when we do get chance at weekends we'll try and you know do the work on the house that we need to do it because um we've got a big family so maybe we might expand to a bigger house eventually but um yeah for now this does us does us right
0: yeah, well, it sounds like it was a pretty good process. I know the feeling with Chris. Yep. I'm actually uh, my son Jet's uh, AFL coach for the under nines, um, so I got training really nice. this afternoon, and and it's so different, Gemma, because we because um, it's cricket season and footy season. Australia is pretty big, uh, pretty big with cricket, but um, yeah. we can't use the uh, the normal training oval at Sorrento because the cricketers are using it, and then the practice training ground we're on. Isn't being, um, they're playing a practice game there of cricket. So, we, okay. so um, I sent the the WhatsApp group out to the team, and we're actually training at uh, Rye Beach this afternoon from four nice. o'clock. So it's about 31 degrees here, and I can imagine cool. we'll probably do a, a bit of run. And then I can imagine with 30 odd kids under nine, there's going to be a bit of a few pier jumps, um, but it'll probably be a few swimming, and we'll do some like more sort of fun water activities because it's only pre season. Yeah, who would yeah. have thought that's what, yeah, like, that's, like, like, that's, that's cool. I reckon that's awesome for the kids to be able to do that. Um, yeah. But that's yeah, just reality yeah. here, isn't it? That's what you do.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's, it's a good way of integrating yourself. And, and he did it in Adelaide as well. So um, when the opportunity came up here, they were a bit short on coaches. Well, they're short on everything. So um, I just, I kind of nominated him for it. Not that he's got enough going on, but he does, he does love it. And. You know, it's good for Hayden as well because you know having his dad coach and you know kind of some I don't know if he enjoys it but he um, yeah they enjoy it Tuesday Thursdays they are out there um, yeah and they've got a good little team so it's like you say, good socialising and
0: is is um, um, has Hayden team's got other people from the UK in it or is he like or is it quite um, multicultural or yeah how does that work?
1: Yeah, predominantly Australian. So yeah, I don't. I think there's one Irish boy and the rest are um, Aussies. So, yeah, that's good. All of his friends are Aussie anyway, so he doesn't really have any English friends.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's weird because, like, when you said soccer before, I was thinking, well, these poor people in Leeds are going to be super cross with you as well, you know, like um, calling it soccer. That must, um, well, I guess for Chris, he probably, does he call it footy or soccer?
1: he just calls it soccer too I mean to be fair if you say football here it means a completely different thing so yeah, just might as well just, yeah you might as well embrace it so soccer but yes like if, if I put things on Facebook saying all oh, the boys have been to soccer this morning then I do get corrected but I'm like come and live here and be here nearly five years and then you'll be calling it soccer it's just easier in it so yeah
0: now this is awesome, you know. I reckon you guys have done such a great job. Um, Lisa, we'll bring you into the room and um, let's get you know you and Gemma talking a bit about the relocation side. Obviously, there's a fair bit. There's a there's a whole other side to you, Gemma. Obviously, you're you know you've been a client of the Down Under Centre and you've got a story to tell, which is good. And um, you might as well sort of merge them with these things. So, Lisa, do you have any questions you want to um, you want to throw Gemma's way?
2: Yeah, thanks, Wes, and thanks, Gemma, for joining us. Um, just oh, a bit good. of backstory. So um, I met Gemma first in Adelaide. I think I arrived maybe about three months or so after you arrived, Gemma. Oh, so we
0: found the real reason, did we, Gemma?
2: <laughs> yeah. We finally no. figured no, it out. The left. whole
0: house and getting a job was just a lie. Anyway, carry on, Lisa.
2: Yeah. Um, so I arrived in the September and I remember we had a meetup on the beach at Port Nalonga with a loads of other ponds as well. That was a pretty cool yeah. afternoon. <laughs> um, that was nice yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you kind of lived quite close by and we bumped into each other in the shops and stuff and then um we did yeah, at Woolworths did... I
1: remember that yeah. yeah Seaford Meadows yeah yeah, yeah. long ago
2: <laughs> exactly exactly mm-hmm. um and then you went off to Western Australia obviously mm. um and then we've been working together since 2022 um on the real on the relocation department and you obviously help people that are making the move to north perth with the calls and the home search service yeah um yeah so
1: do you want to just describe like what you do as a relocation agent Gemma yeah absolutely so um relocation calls are you know with the clients they're absolutely great so awesome to talk to um clients moving over um we get a good relationship going which is awesome so um i enjoy doing the relocation calls um and obviously now we're doing the home search service which has really become a great asset to um clients moving over being able to secure a property before they arrive um so yeah we've we've been doing that a little while now um so yeah just all these north perth duc clients that are coming over they just will speak to me and You know, we'll have a chat about where where the good suburbs are. And, yeah, I think it's become a real good um, social thing as well. Like, you know, people are meeting people with everything that the DUC do. So, but, yeah, predominantly just securing the properties for them um, and having, you know, these relocation calls, which I feel like are just so invaluable to people moving over. I wish we'd have had that when we moved over. Yeah, definitely. Um, And so, obviously, you help people
2: moving to North Perth. What is it that makes Perth so popular? Because you're quite busy within your job.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like Perth's just a good all-round place. I feel like it's a very easy place to live. It's um, very relaxed. Beaches are beautiful. Um, I think the weather attracts people. Affordability, perhaps. Obviously, that's changing all the time because it's becoming more and more popular. But I do feel like it's still like really affordable to live in Perth. Um, and just everything's like within ease I mean myself being in Joondalup if I need anything it's like within five ten minutes Um, it's a very sort of great suburb to live in Um, yeah and I just feel like it's everybody loves Perth because it's just popular and it's amazing it's a great place to live and that's why I tell my clients anyway that it's the best it's the best I love it
2: yeah, have you found that it's changed a lot in the time that you've lived there? Because I find that Adelaide has changed a lot in the almost five years that yes. I've been here. It feels like it's got busier and bigger and all that kind of yeah.
1: stuff. Definitely does feel a little bit busier. Um, and obviously rentals are changing in price as well. When we moved over, you know, um, we did a six-month lease before we bought and I do feel like, yeah, the house prices have changed a little bit. Um, Yeah, I do. I I do think it's got a little bit busier, but it's still like sometimes you can go to the beach and be the only one on the beach as well. Like that's kind of the beauty of being here. There's so many like hidden little beaches that you can go to. And um, yeah, it's it's a stunning place to call home. Yeah, it's a coastal city, isn't it? With the um, beach that runs all the way down. Yeah. 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 Right down to. Well, yeah, down as far as Cottesloe. And there's a 22 kilometre like coastal drive that you can do. Um so that's pretty nice to drive along. But you know in Adelaide you have like the beach and the road right next to it. Here in Perth we have the dunes, so mm. you don't get as good view as what you do in Adelaide. That's one thing I do miss about Adelaide, the amazing views. It you can drive along and just see that ocean, whereas here you've got a bit of a restricted view with the dunes, but yeah, when you do get to the beach it's it is stunning.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. And um the weather, what's it like there? What's
2: the kind of seasons like there?
1: Yeah, so summer's obviously just super, super hot. Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously, lately it's been super more hot than than normal. But yeah, um, winter's quite mild. Um, July, August can be rainy, which is kind of a good relief. Mm. Um, But through the day, you can still get out and explore and do things. And it can still, you know, sort of hit 18, 19 degrees through through the day. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just um, spring and autumn tend to be a little bit cooler than summer. But, you know, still super warm and they're the ideal place at times to go camping and, you know, get out and about. Summer, we tend to like hibernate a little bit. And even though we've just been camping at the weekend. But, yeah, we've got the AC and the pool if the kids need that. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, summers can be a little bit brutal sometimes, can't they? I mean, we're (laughs) not as brutal as you. I think we've had like the last week or so above 30 degrees and today's like 36 degrees and that in itself can be quite restrictive particularly with children when they want to go out on their bikes and do football and stuff because it's just too hot isn't it sometimes so sometimes that kind of spring and autumn and particularly winter can be quite nice because you can just get out and do all the things that you can't do in the summer because summer is just about beaches and pools really
1: it is just to keep cool yeah I can't wait to get back out on my bike I don't dare go on it you know at the minute but just too hot like it's yeah absolutely
2: all right um so we'll just wrap up in a moment but like within your job as a relocation agent have you made like any connections like with real estate agents um and with the clients as well have you made any friends
1: yeah, absolutely. So, um real estate agents have been um a great asset to, you know, uh, myself. So, basically, when we get clients in, um I will reach out to those real estate agents and they will send me some pre-market properties, which is good. Um mm. and, you know, I've had some private viewings as well, so that's good, but yeah, in general, obviously we all have the same sort of opportunity. Um but making the good, you know, the connections that I've made with um, real estate agents has really been useful Um they say that they like to work with relocation agents as well because we're just like you know we know what we're doing and the you know they, they know what they're looking for in an application and um, yeah just building the great relationships and friends too yeah we've got you know a great friendship circle out here that myself and Chris have um, you know for, many of them are DUC clients as well which is so good and yeah just formed great connections and um, hang out together and do things together which is nice. Perfect and you've done a few meetups as well? Yeah so we did a joint one back in oh I think it was about a year ago now uh, down at Bayswater which is sort of in the middle of north and south so that was really successful mm-hmm. um, and then we had one back in October that was a super hot day at Burns Beach that was a north Perth one. A um, bit of a sausage sizzle for uh, the newbies and we had the oldies as welcome and then we are arranging one for the 6th of March um I'm going to do that in Mullaloo Beach well at Mullaloo Beach at the park so that will be quite good because I feel like you know it's just nice for people to connect and you know go through the same sort of things that we've all can all you know exchange stories um and I think me and Neely are actually going to arrange a south Perth sorry a middle Perth one so we can get the south Perth in the North Perth, duck us together, and um, that'll be pretty exciting. So hopefully, we'll sort something like that in the next few months. Great, maybe that can coincide with when I come over and we
2: can get together or something. Yeah, that would be really <laughs> good. Actually. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to um seeing this amazing place. Um, so Aww. thanks, thanks, Gemma, thanks for sharing your story. Very welcome. Thank you both. It's
1: been great.
0: Good on you, Gemma. What a great story, Lisa. Just make sure if you do visit that um, Gemma doesn't, you know, move off again. She might end up in Melbourne. We never know.
1: I am not moving anywhere, I promise you.
0: (laughs) Uh, good stuff. Um, Guys, well, cheers for listening um, and tune in for the next podcast. All right, see you next time. Cheers, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye.